Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Zeitgang, gang, you like to watch new stuff, right? I mean, who doesn't? I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama, a new season of The Kardashians starring the Kardashians, of course, and Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Here's something you might not know about wireless. Sometimes what you see isn't what you get. But with Visible, what you see is what you get. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Just $25 per month, taxes and fees included. Switch now at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hello, the internet, and welcome to season 227, episode 5 of Der Daily Zeitgeist, a production of iHeartRadio. This is a podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness. It's Friday, March 11th, 2022. My name is Jack O'Brien, a.k.a. Living easy, drinking pee, week-long seasons for the daily zeit. Cold gas study, Jack O.B. Baja blast till the day I die. I'm on the daily zeitgeist. Uh, uh. On the daily zeitgeist. (laughs) Daily zeitgeist. I'm on the daily zeitgeist. You had a feeling that last one was coming, didn't you? Uh, A little highway to hell. uh, Paul Garaventa. AKA, shout out to Paul. Uh, and I'm thrilled to be joined, as always, by my co host, Mr. Miles Gray. Uh, rather than a song, I'm going to do a bit of spoken word poetry. Oh, uh, some yes. of the listeners who listened on Monday's episode with Greg and Joel, we talked about how I had a roommate who didn't know how to sweep with a broom. And I said, How the fuck could you be fucking up on broom? And <clears throat> this goes to them Dear old roommate, I'm so, so sorry I was not your mother. If I was your mother, You would have been so loved. Taught right away how to sweep floors right. Never would you lose the fight 
against dirt unfurled before our eyes, a pure wow. pile of filth sitting under a woke sky. If I was your mother, <laughs> the house would have been clean. You'd use a broom and not need a Dyson machine. I can't imagine the stain, the soul-stealing pain that the little boy you were exposed to so that you learned to hold a broom the wrong way and became dumb enough to buy a photo on eBay. Okay, shout out to Josiah, George Josiah, whichever one, uh, sorry about the pronunciation on Discord. Yes, my roommate also Damn. bought some, did the old eBay scam where they bought a photo of something, not the actual item that they thought they were bidding on. Wow. That was better than the original. That's it. It's the rare AKA that's better than the original. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. I mean, True you know, this beauty is based in the ear of the beholder, but... I, I enjoyed that more than the poem about how that one actress wanted to be Putin's dead. <laughs> a bit of uh, tone-deaf poetry. <laughs> Miles, we are thrilled, fortunate to be yes. joined in our third seat by a very talented hip-hop hip hop artist, hip-hop uh, hip -hop artist and host of the podcast Waiting for Reparations, who at the age of 26 ran for and was elected Athens Clark County Commissioner in Athens, Georgia, taking the oath of office with their hand on a copy of the autobiography of Malcolm X. Uh, they're a community organizer, a PhD candidate in linguistics at the University of Georgia, oh. where they also find time to be a graduate teaching assistant. And they have an album coming, Bell mm -hmm. Ringer. Please welcome the brilliant, the, I have to imagine, incredibly busy, Mariah Parker, a.k.a. Mariah. Lingua Franca! What's up, y'all? Oh, it's so good to hey, be back. What? So good oh. to be back. Holy good to see shit. you. Yeah, and, now and, you since, are... and since we're all spitting some, you know, some musical contributions, I like, yes. you know, came up with a little freestyle real quick about okay. the show. Okay. If I may. Oh, all right. You may. Here we are hanging out with the wise saints. We got Jack O'Brien and the Miles Great. Monday till Friday. Put them up in the ears. Get a smile. Hey. <laughs> hey. Put them in your Thank you. Know, you. Off the dome, but yeah. Hey. There you go. That's a shame. That's why, you know, that's why I said, by all means, here, take the wheel. Take the wheel. <laughs> Lord, take the wheel. So last time you were here, you were you were with child. I and had I think hella with child. Seven months. <laughs> 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 and now on the other side, you have now welcomed your son. Yeah, I'm a little baby boy. Yes. Uh, wow. Into the world. He's six months now Blessing. crawling, which is terrifying. You know, used to be able to like put him down and like go make yeah. some ramen noodles, come back. Right. Come back. And he's like halfway across the room. He's gone. Like <laughs> holding a knife. I'm like, how? How are you? <laughs> it happens so fast. Oh, they have that fun. instinct. Yeah. They have that instinct to always just find the find the most dangerous thing <laughs> most in the room dangerous. and start <laughs> fucking with it. Yeah. Yep. Maybe that's how they read energy. Like, they know, like, when I grab this, they don't get as panicked as when I try for this. <laughs> yeah, they're, like, testing it out, you know? Yeah. But it's uncanny. Like, my son will, like, find, if there's, like, a loose cord, I'll I'll come in and he'll have it, like, wrapped around his neck. I'm like, I didn't even <laughs> tell you not to do that. Like, what, did you, what the <laughs> how fuck? How did you know? <laughs> right. <laughs> it's incredible. What yeah. a ride. Yeah. What well, a ride. Uh, unbelievable. Like the, the amount of shit you have on your plate. <laughs> and I didn't even mention, you know, having a baby. What, yeah. what, what are you, Parent and what is that, your yeah. secret? Are you, how's, how's the blood of uh, teenagers that you're stealing and putting in your veins? Well, that's like number young. four on my list of like self-care <laughs> secrets. Right. Okay. Oh, wow. There right. It yeah. Is. Really? It's, it's all about a, a variety of liquids. So it's that number one is water drinking tons of water every day. Uh -huh. Right. Um, coffee and uh 
peeing regularly. So putting liquids in, putting, you know, out. But right, uh, yeah. no, staying hydrated is like the realness. Wow. Everybody right. listening to this right now, like go Take keep the headphones in, but go get some. Yeah, I see Miles drinking some water. What are you? Okay, there we go. Jack, drink some water. So we're good. Yeah. So that's that, that's the life right there. Okay. It's like eighty percent of what we are. So you got to keep it refreshed. It's so funny. Like, what's the secret? It's like I don't know the basics. The basics? <laughs> yeah. So like, easy right, to forget. I don't do though, that. Like you know, yeah. the very first thing your mom told you. That's my secret, <laughs> dipshit. <Stay> hydrated, <laughs> dummy. Huh. Oh How's my your skin God. all like Yo. your skin all vibrant and you have so much energy. Just I'm hydrating. Wow. I have the wow. best life hack. <laughs> Drink <Yeah>. water. <laughs> well, all right. We are thrilled to have you here. We're excited to get to know you a little bit better. First, we are gonna tell our listeners a couple of the things we're talking about. The cops in America have so much extra gear. They're donating it to Ukraine. So we just want to take this opportunity to look at the fact that they have that gear in the first place, that uh, the NYPD and LAPD budget is way higher than the defense budget of Ukraine. Yeah, nearly double. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk. And that's kind of going to be the theme of our second act is just police fuckery. There's oh, I a got New York thoughts. Times piece. There's <laughs> <laughs> a New York Times piece over the weekend claiming like, well, you don't have to either defund the police and invest in alternatives. It's not an either or situation. You just got to do both. And so Alec Karakatsanis, previous guest, pointed okay. out uh, the reason that's bullshit. So we're going to go through that we're going to talk about the people doing the real work fighting against Vladimir Putin. And that is the guys who are dumping out white Russians, making a white Russian and then dumping it out. Uh, the we, we've talked about yeah. the Yeah, we've talked about the vodka bands. But bro, I, mean, I was at a getting... brewery in Alabama a couple weeks ago and like I asked for a Moscow mule and like she wouldn't like say the word Moscow. <laughs> I was like, y'all, what is, like, literally what's going on right now? The mule? The mule, yeah. They're like, why? It's like, that's because, oh, I'm sorry, because Moscow is where the Kremlin is, which is the the seat of the Russian government. And I don't know if you heard about the untold humanitarian transgressions they're committing against the people of Ukraine. So you won't say the word Moscow? No, yeah, absolutely not. Yeah, hashtag resistance. Great job. Right. And they're like, like hold yeah. on, why you got the Confederate flag up in the corner over <laughs> well, there? Actually, oh, yeah, well, uh, hold on, well, yeah. uh... <laughs> That was about states' rights. So we're going to talk about that because the the war has been brought back to the realm of French fries. <laughs> Jesus. It, it, you may remember one of the stupidest moments in modern American history when they changed. We, we stopped calling them French fries and started calling them freedom fries. Well, now there's a war on poutine because uh, of its up. similarity. No oh, oh, yeah. Oh, we have gotten. Uh, we have gotten there. So we'll talk about that. We'll talk about Mark Zuckerberg's sister, maybe. Randy. We have to. Randy. Yeah. <laughs> Randy's out here. Crypto scammer. Yeah. So all of that, plenty more. But uh, first, Mariah, we do like to ask our guests, what is something from your search history? So in addition to Googling Pacific time versus Eastern time, to make sure I showed up on time to this, because I'm on the hey. East Coast, I... uh. Recently Googled Ladyburg Lake Austin because I am going to Austin next week for South by Southwest and nice. staying near Ladybird Lake. And I was like, where is that? So, yeah, that's super exciting and something I had to verify today. <laughs> What's Ladybird Lake? It's a lake. 
Perhaps with ladies and birds. I really, I have no idea. I think it's Love like a that. reservoir or something. Austin-based listeners right now are going to be shaking their heads like, you even look close on the map on Google. It's a river-like reservoir on the Colorado River in Austin, Texas. <laughs> yeah, this is there a new we go. thing Miles and I do where we just read the uh, Wikipedia page. The Wikipedia first line. But, so that, it seems like it's the main like waterway that I always assumed was a river, but in in downtown Austin, like where the bridges go over, maybe that's where all the oh, like bats where the bats come are through. At? Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That's all oh, I yeah, got. The, the bats, bats and the Congress Bridge and stuff. Yeah, I'm excited. For oh, that. Yeah. got it. It's just like this little like big lump in the lake that kind of looks less uh, rivery and looks more lakey. Mm. I said bump in the lake. Look, this is we don't come here for cartography terms yeah. or anything. Oh, we don't do oh, don't sit it. there like a lump in the lake, Miles. <laughs> yeah, okay. real lump in the lake over here. <laughs> Bro, I wish my son was sitting around like a lump in the lake. Oh, I mean, how I long are you going to be jump there? Jump in a lake, like, this kid. <laughs> how long are you there for for South by? Oh yeah, so I'll be there for about a week. I'm playing four shows, one official showcase. I'm actually hosting my own day party at the Sidebar on Saturday. What? Wow. Um, playing live on KUTX NPR affiliate uh, down in yeah. Austin. So yeah, if you're gonna be in Austin, come through. Yeah. Come see what all the fuss is about. Yeah. We'll link off to. Is there? We can get a link to the page with all the info. Yeah, or, yeah. We'll I feel like out. we'll have some okay. people down in South by. Oh yeah, no, there's 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 definitely Texas like gang. I know that. What is something you think is overrated? Something I think is overrated. Okay, this is gonna be like a super hot take, but like okay. I think that the at least in Georgia, so I'm in Georgia, United States of mm-hmm. America. But um <laughs> I think that people <laughs> like people's concerns about voter suppression are a little overblown. And here's why. Here's why. I think it's okay. real. I think it's real. But we saw that in the Atlanta municipal elections for mayor, city council last year, turnout was actually up. More people voted in that than mm-hmm. before, after they passed all their you know voter suppression stuff. In addition, not even is it like, I don't know how much it's going to be an impact, et cetera. I think that people like trying to scare folks about it is actually going to work to the end of voter suppression as well. Like if you go out and tell people that aren't like committed voters, like it's harder to vote now. They're gonna be like, I peace. I'm gonna like, you know, sit back and not <laughs> go. That. that sounds right. awful. Like I don't want to get arrested for like drinking water in line or whatever. And so right. I just think we should focus a lot more on educating folks on how to vote given the new constraints. And mm. this will be, you know, we got a big election down here. We got Stacey Abrams running. We got Senator Warnock running. And so we'll see this year it'll be like the testing grounds for like how impactful these laws actually are. Because so far, the evidence is that i don't know maybe people in defiance are like going out and voting more so we'll see i don't know i wonder how much is that that like people actively it's so Working transparent in yeah. and the fuckery is just yeah. like so out there that it's just like all right fuck you but, that could be it that could definitely yeah. be it yeah i'm not trying to downplay these laws but like sure because i know like in texas there's been like a huge people getting their mail-in ballots rejected but i do get like in broader terms that rather than just being like it's so fucked up why would you scare you know, like don't scare people away from voting that's what they're supposed to do just right. you know like, focus it's on like, like it's fucked up and we need to do this but also you know there's also there's a lot of that uh like federal at the federal level that be, could be done but yeah. one problem at a time let's figure out how your fucking vote doesn't get thrown the fuck out yeah let's just make sure your do. vote get, gets counted let's just stick right, right, to right. that ain't no need to fear monger on either side but one sure. side we know what they gonna do Mm-hmm. And was there like in Georgia, you know, and it was, was there like a huge push to kind of like lean the other way and just say, hey, it's still it's still important to turn out. This is how you yeah, make sure yeah. that you are folks, able to vote. Yeah, I think folks have been doing a good job of educating people on it. 
the stories that are splashier, this is also the media's fault because it's like catchier to, to, you know, write headlines that sound terrifying about the situation that right. then get picked up and circulated more so than what the educational efforts have been. How can you go out and, and vote and make sure your vote is counted? So, but right. yeah, I mean, we're on our game with like voter education. Like, don't yeah. get me wrong. It's just we need to really try to yeah. like hype that up so folks don't feel discouraged. I think the reason, too, why some people get like l- talk less about what the efforts are of like activists on the ground is because on some level, there's like this idea. It's like, don't have activists keep bailing this party out that's Bro. barely doing shit for them. And so that's also part of the conversation, too, where you're like, man, why the fuck? I know is we're it? tired. Yeah, what? right. Exactly. <laughs> but at the same. But shit, there are still people out there who fundamentally are trying to make sure that people have the ability to vote. And yeah, I guess there's also that tension too, where it's like we also look at leadership in the in DC and we're like, where the fuck are y'all at? <laughs> yeah, this? like where somebody asked me today, like, oh, have you ever thought about running for higher office? And I considered it, but like those people, like federal, even state mm-hmm. level, like they don't get to be out with the people really. Like they don't even yeah. see the people. I don't even know if they want to see the people. I like right. being a local elected official because I because I ran into this dude on my walk that like right. we had twenty minute conversation about local politics. You don't you don't really get right. that from your congressman. So exactly. They right. ain't out here in these streets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're just on endless phone calls with donors, I feel like. Yep. What is something you think is underrated? You know, like like dancing around your house. Like recently, mm-hmm. okay, so re- um, I'm real Ooh. slow. I'm no, but I just got on TikTok and it's okay. given me an excuse to like dance around in my house when the baby sleeps. And I was right. like, oh, man, not only do I have, like, excellent dance moves that I forgot about. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, I broke a sweat and am breathing heavily. <laughs> like, it's like a mini <laughs> little workout. So if it's, like, raining yeah. or whatever, you want to go to the gym and get spit on by somebody got COVID. Like, just, you know, just bust out a couple moves. Put it on the, you, put it on the reel. Are you hitting challenges? Or are you just... Oh, no, no, no. I just danced to random shit that, like... Okay, I was just, yeah, yeah, I was I just like, put on my well, when he said TikTok, I'm like, oh, you're you're there now with it? Oh, like, no, not like go. that. Not to disparage that. That's cool and fine, because now I'm on TikTok. Who am I to judge? But no, nah, I just, like, no, no. put on my favorite jam, maybe some Tang and the Bangers or whatever, and, like, okay. you know, just flex a little bit. Yeah. Mm. What's, uh? I mean, I... Oh, man, there's this one... There's, like, one Flying Lotus song that I remember I started vacuuming to. Yeah. And then I turned into some like weird hood Fred Astaire thing with like dancing <laughs> with a vacuum. And then like, Lotus will do that va- to you. Yeah. I mean, and there's just like certain things. I'm like starting to do the robot and shit. I don't even, I can't even really do the fucking robot. But like, this music is informing my body how to move. <laughs> those are, those are very underrated uh, moments of oh, inspiration yeah. Oh, yeah. for sure. And then dancing when the kid gets, when the kids get a little older. That's awesome. Oh, yo, fun he's going to gonna be with sick them. with it. Oh, yeah. He's going to just wreck. <laughs> I feel like that's one of the life extenders or like the th- things that keep your brain young type things that you hear about that I actually believe in is da- like dancing, mm-hmm. they say, because it like promotes like the elasticity and like th- thinking in the moment. You, oh, like, yeah. Just actually you can't dance if you're not in the actual moment. So mm-hmm. it's like, but I feel like people tend to just immediately knee jerk say like yoga meditation but like dancing puts you in the moment too take a little five minute break three minute break yeah just like get Go down dance. you know yeah. what's jack what's something that gets your put some honey in your hips mm-hmm. gets your gets your big toes shooting up in your boot it's really situational you know okay it can be okay. anything that's a cop out come on now hey, give us the, the deets no i mean it's... he doesn't want us to know his kryptonite 
Like you're gonna open the show with like his secret like right, weakness, right. and then he's just gonna be up right. jiggling around instead of recording the show. So. <laughs> I do a lot of car dancing, so it's really whatever Ooh. whatever I'm listening to a lot in the car. But like my kids love dancing to the Beatles, which is like Aww. that's not a that's not really danceable music. Oh, is that what you the kids? I'm like, this ain't dancing music. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't let them. I don't yeah. let them. I don't, oh, blah, I don't dee, stop oh, it. Blah, da. They're so, going to grow up like, hey, why don't you ever come to prom? It's like, well, <laughs> my dad yelled at me for dancing to the Beatles. <laughs> <laughs> we basically have two playlists. One is like music I like that, you know, I just pick up independently wherever around the world from TV shows. And then one is like, oh, I bet they would like this song that like pops into my head. So like that's all we listen to mm-hmm. basically at all times. But. Yeah, I'm taking with them. I'm taking the approach of uh, I think it'll make them better dancers if I take the parenting approach of the preacher from Footloose. And mm. I just oh. say that they're not allowed to dance anywhere oh. that it breeds sin. And then I catch them dancing and throwing dance parties in mm-hmm. the middle of the night. But you have copies of Breakin all over the house that they can watch. <laughs> exactly. Wow, Turbo's got moves. Like, what did I say about <laughs> evoking Turbo's name in this house? <laughs> <laughs> we do not speak of Boogaloo Shrimp here. Yeah. How about you, Miles? What's your visit? What oh my you God. Fucking anything. That yeah. honestly depends on it. it could be honestly fucking anything. Anything? Except for like classical. I mean, something obviously with like a proper like backbeat to it. But the last thing that I think, oh, it was probably, it's, there's just this one. Uh, oh, you know what it was? I think it was MC Squared by Jay Dilla in Common. Mm. I was just listening to that song the other day because there's just the drums are so your neck will snap in two. Mm -hmm. But then I just start getting like, I can't can't control myself. Oh, God. I got one from from your music (laughs) recommendations. Nouveau Western. I think that was you. Oh, yeah. By MC Solar. That's that's heavy rotation with both my playlist and my kids playlist. And yeah, we were were getting down to that. That's got a good. That's got a good little Serge Mm -hmm. Gainsbourg sample. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Mariah, what do you what do you dance to? What's your what gets you going? So yeah, Tank of the Bangers. I'll I'll put on some Gold Link. He had that new album out in December. Oh, okay. I don't remember what it's called, but it's great. It was so good. Um, yeah, I like to dance. I, I I love putting on weird stuff to dance to to like just okay. stretch the boundaries of what you can do hip hop dance moves to. So the other night I was dancing to um, Big Rock Candy Mountain. Mm, by wow. Harry McClinton from the Oh Brother Where Are That soundtrack, right? So I was like, let me, yeah. see, let me see if I can get down to this. Let's put it on to see if I can like pop and lock to this, you yeah. know, little hobo oh, song. Shit. So it's, it's yeah. fun to mix it up. Yeah. That song makes so much sense to me when I'm incredibly hungry. I'm just <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, it's like a love song to candy. Yeah. <laughs> just like rock candy. Yeah. What a time. What a time. The depression must have been. <laughs> It's just dancing to Big Rock Candy Mountain. <laughs> Big Rock Candy Mountain. That song, it's that's a funny, That's you know what's weird though is I've only seen Oh Brother like maybe once, but I will not forget that that song. You can Probably, never I won't forget that, that song because yeah. I was like, damn, Classic. Man, man, Big Rock Candy yeah. Mountain. That movie Big was Rock just them streaming out a really good soundtrack. They were oh, just yeah. like, let, let, we'll put some images with this, but <laughs> yeah. What uh as a as a musician, do you have a strategy for is it it's a little early, right, for your baby, but what do you have a strategy for like what you're gonna expose him to and like, I was order actually wondering to ask y'all about that because like we listen to a lot of hip hop around the house and we've been like wondering to ourselves at what time we need to like find kid friendly hip hop when he's gonna start picking up on words, you know? 
Because he's like, mm-hmm. we'll put on some like RTJ or whatever. And but like at some point he might be like, fuck, you know, like, <laughs> just <laughs> right. learning the lingo. So I don't yeah. know. I don't really know what the strategy is going to be when we get there. Because I'm not. I'm not wanting to like censor much. But uh, I don't want him going to school and yeah. be like, I'll piss on your shoes in public. Like, like quoting like, Killer hey, Mike. And you should and then that shit <laughs> like they do in the future. You're like, whoa. whoa. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah, it's tricky because they only put out the clean versions of the big hits. Yeah. Usually. So, right. Yeah. Right. I mean, I think the, uh, my, the thing my dad did would be like, well, if I want to be able to dance to stuff and it's not some like soft ass kid shit. <laughs> you played a lot of like Afrobeat, like Fela Kuti and oh, stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh so, yeah. So like, I don't like. I'm not understanding the lyrics, but the music's like super high energy, and like you know, those are like fucking eight minute songs. So it's like, yo, watch that's this. a good point. Just burn I'm this write kid that out. Down. Good wreck. Yeah. Also, I just thought mm. about okay, instrumentals to so put the instrumental on, and I can like yeah. if it's like a song that like is my song, like yeah. and, like you know, like I know the you know words a little bit. I can throw things in, take things out, you know. So that might right. be the move. It's like yeah. yo. It's like you should hear my mom. They did the verse on for this like it's called control. Uh, <laughs> some people think Kendrick Lamar did it. Nah, I remember growing up, the beat would be on. My mom would just spit that shit. Yo, that's so funny because when <laughs> I was growing up, you know that song "Peaches" by the Presidents of the United States of America. Yeah. Like, yo, mm-hmm. I thought that my really older brothers peaches. had made that song up. <laughs> and until I got older and saw the music video on MTV and I was furious. I was like, Aaron, Sean, they like, they stole your song. So like, I can have totally imagine a scenario. He grows up and it's like, he hears, he like sees Kendrick Lamar in the Super Bowl and it's like, wait, is that hey, not, is huh? that not, is that not your song? <laughs> wait, but my mom always used to say, we gonna be all right. That's, that's I, yeah. not her. That was like what a family the, saying, like, a, you know, <laughs> oral tradition. <laughs> Man, I yeah. would actually, that would be, I think that's what I would do to my kid. I would just play instrumentals and I would split everything from the first clips album, Hell, uh, Lord Willing. Mm. And they would think they're like, I think my dad is Pusher T and Malice. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Such a multifaceted. Rappers is talking to me as if. <laughs> Making eye contact yeah. with them the whole time. We in the same boat. I tell them quick, no, I move coke. They're like, what? <laughs> That's a great hack. That's a great hack. <laughs> All right, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. You like to watch new stuff, right, Zygang? I know I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new. Because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. And don't miss the new season of The Kardashians, uh, starring The Kardashians, of course, and... Season 5 promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise. The sizzling new reality show set on the tropical Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island, and secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Hey, here's something you might not know about wireless. Sometimes what you see isn't what you get. But with Visible, what you see is what you get. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon, just $25 per month, taxes and fees included. Visible is the wireless company that makes wireless visible. No hidden fees, no really. 
Save on wireless with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. You don't need more than one line of wireless to save. Just switch to Visible at Visible.com. Save on wireless without the hassle. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Me. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no Spice Girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse. Back to Black. Directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R. Under 17. Not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. And we're back. And the Pentagon has uh, been giving their hand-me-downs to local law enforcement for three decades. Yeah. You may have noticed it. In At least outwardly. local streets. Officially. Right. There's weapons, vehicles, gear. Like, all of a sudden, the police look like they're in a first-person shooter set in, like, a, a war zone, basically. That's what they think it is, too. They're like, oh, yeah. it's like, it's like the pow-pow games I play as a kid, only right. they really die. Right. It's like, watch out, these poor people want equity! <laughs> and it expands to, like you were saying, Miles, it expands to their, how they describe our cities as hostile war zones. Like, Right. No, exactly. Yeah. I mean, you you know, dress for the job you want, I guess. Uh, <laughs> and that's how the police dress. Like, they're an occupying force in a hostile war zone. And, you know, like, along with getting free stuff from the Pentagon, we're like, all right, we develop better killing things here take the old ones pd <laughs> the budgets of the police departments are also eye-watering we talk about this a lot but just again just for some perspective right the nypd and lapd they both spend around 11 billion dollars not each. not collectively each they're Bruh. spending 11 oh, billion dollars a year okay to quote unquote keep us safe and fight crime and that shit honestly if you gave away $11 billion in cash to people in these cities who actually needed it, that would do a hell of a lot more for oh, your yeah. fucking crime rates than being like, yeah, we need to invest this shit in like night vision goggles, more helicopter fuel, and all this other nonsense. But again, please tell us why spending more money is going to give us the outcome of lowering crime, but we're giving more money and the crime rates go up. It's almost like one doesn't have to do it the other. So... Anyway, now there are like numerous police departments around the country 
that are so overstocked with like old tactical gear, ballistic vests, helmets, etc. They're kind of like, hey, why don't we just send this to Ukraine? <laughs> because it, the civilians might need that for, you know, defending their own like urban environments against, you know, Russia. And a lot of departments have said that it's come like people have asked like local like Ukrainian charities or like people within the, the department who have Ukrainian family have been like, hey, they could really use this stuff. But it's just a surreal situation, like when you read headlines like this, because, again, when you consider that those aforementioned budgets and you realize that the defense budget for the entire nation of Ukraine is not even six billion dollars. Bananas. Bananas. That's yeah. 41 million people who live on the border of Russia who have openly been like, we are about to fuck you up for the past at least decade, many more. And their defense budget is $6 billion. The city of Los Angeles has a population of 4, four million people. And mm-hmm. they're... <laughs> they need eleven billion dollars to police. Insane, that. insanity. All right, I got a, I got a, like another hot take on this. Since we're talking mm-hmm. about the military and the police together, I got a way for the cops to win, and also for us to pour tons of uh, money into the community to actually get at the roots of crime. We got to defund the Pentagon. Fund the Pentagon mm. because look, they had a budget of like seven hundred and fifty million dollars this year. Billion. The con- Congress actually gave them more money than they asked for, despite the right. fact that. They lost, like they were found to have lost like eighty million dollars, like lost lost track of eighty million dollars in, co- in in construction contracts. Gave mm-hmm. seven million dollars to a one person company for cloud computing software. So like right. all of this stuff, and seventy two billion dollars for this thing called the Overseas Contingency Operations Fund, which allows them to just go do military operations without any sort of congressional approval. So if we take all that money, just take like 10% of Pentagon budget, yeah. we could like end homelessness, community gardens on every corner, free, you know, education, et cetera. And then we don't even have to come after the cops. They can do, you right. know, they can be chilling. They would have less to do because there would be less crime because we actually invest right. in the things people need. You see, like, the cops are suddenly like, we need to talk about the military-industrial complex. Yeah. You know what see, I mean? Whoa, that's whoa, that whoa, weird whoa. alliance that has <laughs> we've been waiting for. <laughs> like, strange bedfellows suddenly, yeah. they're like, yeah, I mean, honestly, I'm like, you guys are talking about our budgets. I mean, look at the fucking Pentagon. There we go. Oh, so oh. That's some whataboutism I can get behind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? And then maybe, like, if there was, you know, if the Pentagon had less, like, insane military technology, they wouldn't have so many hand-me-downs to then militarize our local communities with. So everybody wins. Everybody yeah. wins. So yeah, I'm just saying. No, mm. no. I, I I think this is Alex Villanueva of the L.A. Sheriff's Department. If you're listening, this might be a good strategy Let's for you. put down our rancor and our, you know, spite towards each other and right. unite in the cause of... Exactly. Defining. He's like, I mean, I would... He's like, the L.A. Sheriff's Department would never need thermobaric munitions. Okay, yeah. those are also banned by the Geneva Convention. Okay, right. that's ridiculous. Although, who knows, maybe one day it might get it might get there. But right now, we don't need them. So the question of what to do about funding the police, just the, the New York Times posited in a piece over the weekend that, uh, over last weekend, that you can just, you, it's a false dichotomy. It's a false choice. You it can really do is. both. You can just give the you can give the police tons more money and you can fund alternatives to the police. So this dude who we had on before, Alec Karakatsanis, who really focuses on like he's a prison abolition. Oh, he's so he's amazing. So he's he's basically saying like actually 
it doesn't work. Like it, so the policy idea that the New York Times is defending was taken from a sentence in Biden's State of the Union that got like I guess some bipartisan Ovation, approval, standing right, and all that. But stuff. the problem being that the police and the prison industrial complex are, you know, much more well funded than any other social service, more well armed and authorized to use violence than anybody or anything is allowed to be in America, more represented by the media. But most importantly, they are not fucking interested in solving the problem. They are interested in perpetuating the problem and perpetuating a system where they make people scared, people are afraid, people feel like they need these extremely well-funded police departments. Like, that's been shown over and over and over. Yeah. I mean, here's my middle ground solution. What I've been working on in my local government, because, like, you know, I was, like, leading the charge 2020, like, let's cut the police budget in half, right. et cetera. But at this point, I'm like, all right, can we just not increase it? Like, crime is at historic right. lows. We all know that. Let's just not, like, like let's just hold it at what it is instead of giving them more money year after year. And that's, like, mm-hmm. several million dollars over 10 years to put into other stuff. Like, can, is that not, like, a can we suitable pro- compromise for everyone? Like, Right, right. Yeah, and I feel like as those things succeed yeah you could but but it it seems like biden he said like in his state of the union i believe like we don't need to defund the police we need to like fund it even more like just invest in police and so alec kind of pulled all this research on on this article he always got the receipts oh my god (laughs) always got the receipts so he was like this article omits research showing modern policing does not reduce crime and the few pro police studies he cherry-picked the author from the new york times cherry picks are flawed they omit crimes committed by cops when counting crime (laughs) (laughs) you'd think that would be an important detail if you're trying to study the effectiveness still crime yeah but (laughs) even the like very flawed pro cop research that the article cites like eventually shows later in the article that policing has very limited short-term effects on small areas and the positive effects evaporate over time. So it's like, and the U.S. is in the middle of, like, funding, like, going just real heavy in this direction. Like, if right. policing could solve crime and make, if it made communities safer, safer, the U.S. would have the safest yeah, societies right. in the history of the world. Yeah, period. So, I mean, what's going on? And what I found, interestingly, in my, like, time in public service, particularly lately, as I've gotten, I would say, more savvy in, like, making these arguments to people, like, it really uncovers the degree to which a lot of elected officials just have no, under, like, no idea, no basis for why we should do what we do. Like, I went all in on the drug war in December and pulled all these stats about the effectiveness of decriminalizing drugs in Portugal and, like, the American Public Health Association endorsing, like, a resolution to, like, to, you know, defund and refund effectively. Mm-hmm. And, like, I was like, yo, if I'm wrong, somebody tell me. And literally no one could, you know, bring to the table any evidence to refute what I was saying. And it, it was just like, oh, okay, just bringing to light that, like, these folks really don't, they don't do the math, they don't do the research, they don't do the homework. And, yeah, no imagination for it either. No imagination like, for it either. And so, like, You have to I say think- things like, Look at this place that de- decriminalized drugs. Bruh, like, yeah, substance use treatment went up. Like other associated crimes with drugs went down. Like, so I mean, I think bringing these facts forward, I mean, it helps advance the conversation because while they couldn't refute it, because they couldn't refute it, they're like, I, right, 
I'm not going to vote no on like renewing our federal drug task force funding today, but like I I could get behind funding more substance abuse treatment next year. So like it helps these small narrative shifts that, you know, plant the seeds for some real change. But yeah, it's wild that folks like just don't even don't even look at the stuff like what Alec has pulled here. Right. Right. Sometimes. Yeah. And I mean, we've we've been talking a lot about real estate and the importance of, uh, you know, the real estate industry and a lot of just bad shit that happens in America. But, you know, he points out that the police kind of are the muscle behind, like, enforcing inequality by, you know, moving people away from places that have, you know, value to real estate people. You know, I think this is a direct quote, controlling the poor to benefit real estate developers and the surveillance and brutal infiltration of social movements are two consistent and defining features of the last 125 years of policing. And those, yeah, you that is 100 percent incompatible with the alternatives that people are talking about, which is all about you know reducing inequality and finding ways to invest in people. And those are. Yeah. Yeah. I've been on that stuff about like the housing gangs, like hella lately, because they really like housing developers really are. They are gangs. Exactly. They exploit a dependency, just like Mm -hmm. drug dealers exploit someone who's addicted to math or something like that. If you don't play by their rules, they use violence to enforce them. So if you get evicted or if you're homeless, they use the state rather than their own violence to Mm -hmm. crack down on people that won't play the game and similar as drug dealing if you're like wealthy you can get your fix and not get any punishment but if you're poor and you're like camping out or you can't you know afford rent this month like then that's when the cops come for you so it's just like the drug war they are absolutely like corporate housing developers are absolutely just cartels you know exploiting a dependency period and and in L.A., we have Rick Caruso running for mayor of L.A. Rick Caruso is one of the biggest developers in the Billionaire city. Billionaire developer, like, yeah. Like, oh, and boy. we talk about, like, oh, the joke always being, like, you know, also sits on, like, these, like, benevolent police, you know, society-type boards mm-hmm. and stuff like that because he pays a lot of money to keep unhoused people the fuck out of the grove yep. and shit like that and other shopping centers that his company runs because that's how it all works. And, like, yeah, you're not even seeing, like, it's so, it's so like overt to the point. It's like, well, now I'm the fucking mayor, y'all. <laughs> like, and think of how many people you look at most people in a lot of cities or most cities, how much you need the backing of real estate developers to even ascend city politics because they damn sure don't want people who are going to start being like, we need to rethink zoning laws and like what kind of buildings we're making because mm-hmm. this shit doesn't serve anybody except for a very small group. And yeah, you know, but. More and more, you know, you want people to really begin to see the links between private property uh, Mm -hmm. and the violence that is, you know, acted out against other people in pursuit of that. Mm -hmm. The the way that I like first started paying more attention to the role that real estate has in this is there was that L.A. magazine article that was like, is L.A. really as scary as it seems? And it had like a (laughs) shrieking white woman on the cover, like looking through blinds out, out her window, like. And so it seemed like, oh, this is going to be them being like, no, you guys are fucking out of your minds. But no, it was all just like, on the one hand, the statistics show that things are fine and like not even close to being, you know, unprecedented for like even recent history of L.A. On the other hand, here are a bunch of anecdotes from scared rich people who are 
you know, going to say wild shit. And I noticed that one of the key sources, so that person, that author who wrote that piece for LA Magazine, his background was real estate reporting. And his, one of his key sources was Rick Caruso. And he like name dropped that Rick Caruso was thinking about a mayoral bid in that article. Mm -hmm. And now Rick Caruso is running for mayor. And, you know, I'm sure that dude would get a really nice cushy position if... Mm Yeah. And oh, that's and- another thing that Alec Karatsanis, I don't know if I'm saying his name right, but um, he talks about a lot as like the the sources people cite in these articles to say that what they're saying is backed up by experts. It's oh, it's like, oh, like a criminologist that was formerly in the CIA. Right. It's like, oh, experts as this like former brother. police officers, former prosecutors. Right. When if you, if you talk to most criminologists, if you talk to historians, if you talk to sociologists, like the, the pattern is clear of the way right. that this you know, policing does drive inequality, but yeah. oh, let's quote, you know, the billionaire real estate developer on, you know, what's the future of Los Angeles should look like. So, mm. right. It's like, hey, and, and they helped me out on a couple of deals. So I kind of need, a, I got, I kind of got their back now because I, you know, pretty quickly changed my career from talking about real estate to city crime, switch to that beat. And then you look at Rick Caruso's, you know, campaign website and the top three issues are the, and two of the three sort of basically d- relate to how police brutalize the poor. First one is end street homelessness. Mm-hmm. Read Rick's detailed plan to house the homeless. How about house the unhoused anyway? First of all. Uh, and get people the care they need to get back on their feet. <laughs> I doubt that. Then the next one's public safety, which goes hand in hand with your the article you're referencing, which is trying to put the seeds in people's heads, which is like, everything's so fucked up. We need law and order. We need law and order. We need public safety. We need more people who are going to reinforce the idea that police and law enforcement and, you know, state violence is actually the the key here to getting things back on track. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That LA Mag article has multiple uses of the phrase, but still, after using, after quoting a bunch of like facts that contradicts like, it, but right. still feels very, very scary out there, according <laughs> to this person. And then the New York Times piece over the weekend, Alec pointed out that there's a quote that says, Both sides work best together, experts said. And then he says, This sentence belongs in the Journalism Hall of Fame because it's just a, a vague allusion to like some experts, but it's actually. That he doesn't have anything backing it up other than like it's just some his very personal conclusion from having talked right. to like the president yeah, yeah, yeah. of the police union or whatever. Experts said, <laughs> "Yeah, yeah, great job." Yeah, well uh-huh. done. Congrats. Killing the game. All right, let's take a quick break, and we'll come back and talk about how to really solve a problem. That is by changing the name of Putin. You like to watch new stuff, right, Zygang? I know I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new. Because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where... First-class luxury meets world-class drama. And don't miss the new season of The Kardashians, uh, starring The Kardashians, of course. And 
Season 5 promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise. The sizzling new reality show set on the tropical Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island. And secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Hey, here's something you might not know about wireless. Sometimes what you see isn't what you get. But with Visible, what you see is what you get. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon, just $25 per month, taxes and fees included. Visible is the wireless company that makes wireless visible. No hidden fees. No really. Save on wireless with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. You don't need more than one line of wireless to save. Just switch to Visible at Visible.com. Save on wireless without the hassle. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Me. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no spy girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse. Back to Black. Directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R. Under 17. Not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. And we're back. And yeah, it seems like poutine has become the new freedom fries. This report comes from the front lines from our writer J.M. McNabb up in Canada. And, you know, first of all, he gave us a little bit of an update on the bars renaming, you know, rejecting Russian vodka and white Russians and Moscow mules have been now renamed a conservative talk show host, Jesse Kelly claimed the other day that he made himself a white Russian, then dumped it in the sink. Fuck Congrats, you. bro. That's sick. Show sick that. burn. I want that to be true. <laughs> I just want to, like, picture him making himself a drink and then dumping but it in and the then sink also and being like, like, fuck yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, right. And then, like, putting his fucking, like, uh, <laughs> getting his, like, uh, Soviet flag behind him. He's like, that's Praxis right there. <laughs> He's like, I live this shit. What? <laughs> live and breathe. Resistance. <laughs> yeah, okay, bro. Good yeah. job. An Austin, Texas eatery called Russian House is renaming itself simply House. <laughs> which feels 
That's I'm sorry. that's not good, y'all. That's not a good. That, <laughs> that was poorly thought out. That Which, sounds do you want to like go? Do you want to go to house tonight? Which house? You huh? you house. know the one. You know the one. Hey, let's take you it know to the, the house. house. Yeah, all right. Yeah, take it's it to the house. Themed around the Hugh Laurie medical drama. It's yeah. the the house restaurant. <laughs> and all you hear is massive attack playing. They just give you a lab coat when you walk in. <laughs> Scalpels. Right. Like this idea, this like superficial shit, like it has the words in it. Fuck that. Because it has the words in it. It's like the other version of just like big black square energy on Instagram in the summer mm-hmm. of 2020. Big, big black like, square energy. That's the same as like, man, I don't really want to learn too much or really parse through it. So I really understand the nuance here. It looks like a lot of people are mad at this thing. I'm going to hop in and do the absolute minimum. Yeah, I'd love to take some performative action that distracts from the actual issues here. So that takes right. up a headline in my local paper and not actually what's happening on the ground in Ukraine. Sounds yeah, like, a... <laughs> yeah, I did my allyship today. I'm going to go. Local man, pour, local man pours liquid into sink in solidarity. Like, <laughs> huh? So brave. So in the grand tradition of freedom fries, which is there, do, do we think that there's a part of the American populace that like remembers that fondly as like a time that we all came together and said we won't be pushed around by France by renaming French fries? Probably Halliburton, I would imagine. Lockheed Martin, you know, those defense contractors that were like, yeah, that's right, what's up, contracts, I'm buying a yacht. (laughs) Um, Stoked about Freedom Fries, but I don't know if anybody else remembers that fondly. I mean, it was just like a thing that everybody laughed at because they're like, this country won't let us unilaterally decide to fucking start a war in the Middle East. Like, that was the reason. Right? right that they're like they're all trying to like pump the brakes on this shit fuck out of here <laughs> and i don't know but wasn't the like the origin that they changed the name like in the cafeteria like in, on the Capitol or something or at the white house and that's how like it first started it started so back then it was uh february 2003 in a north carolina restaurant it was wise, widely publicized a month later when then republican chairman of the committee of house administration bob nay Renamed oh, the menu wow. item in three congressional cafeterias. Right. And people were like, oh, okay. <laughs> Again, that's, I mean, we should have, people should have known this was coming because we're like, oh, we don't like them. Anything that's associated with it, we're, right. we're done with it. It's inconceivable. It's inconceivable. Like, just Google how to help. Like, literally, like, there's funds, there's people getting all sorts of hygiene supplies over there and like food aid contribute. But like, literally it's just like, I am, for, I'm, I don't, I forgot how to Google. <laughs> Guess I'm going right. to pour this liquid down the sink. <laughs> yeah. Right. right. <laughs> yeah. And you can meme it. You can, you know, you can do, do it on Instagram or TikTok. you know? They're like, I told my children to stop playing Tetris because that is also Russian. We do not fuck around here. We will also not use helicopters because I mean, I heard- someone definitely did that. Right. 100%. Like some, yeah. Oh, there sure. has to be someone completely stupid, yeah, to do that. So the problem, well, this is not the problem, but the problem as these people see it is that Putin, like Vladimir Putin's oh, last name, God. translates into French as Poutine, and people like that. It does like that's just how it translates. Some people say it's because the other more obvious like translation is a French swear word. And so they like made it Poutine. Other people are like, no, that's just how the Cyrillic translates into French. But either way, either way, a diner in Quebec has retired the word Poutine 
And that diner claims to be the birthplace of poutine. Now, JM comes through and says, but they didn't really invent it. They just added the gravy. I will, I will take issue with the use of the word just there. Because yeah, the gravy me? for me is the most important part of the poutine. Otherwise, it's just cheese fries. I'm offended by the concept of just cheese curds on fries. Yeah, yeah. that's what yeah. it originally was. Somebody was at a Quebec dairy farming town in 1957 and asked to throw the cheese curds and French fries in a bag together and called it poutine, which is a slang for a mess. Mm. But I don't, I don't think they were fully what what we what I know and love as poutine until they dropped that gravy on there i just don't what are they solving by it's because it's not this has literally nothing to do with vladimir putin it's a a blatant media grab it's like seizing this opportunity to get a headline i really think that and it's folks that like you know we think about we think about activism in terms of consumer choices so often like performative like you know oh i'm gonna like i don't know change the name of my restaurant, thinking about it in terms of commerce rather than just like give your material resources over to people who need no, it uh, no, non-transactionally no, without expecting any benefit. No, like nobody's going to like you. Nobody has to know. Just do it. But it's like, hmm, how can I do this in a way that's going to garner me attention? Right. Right. Yeah. It yeah, does yeah. fuck all. And and again, it's it's such a clear, like clearly missing the point because you're just saying like it rhymes. So right. that's bad. But I will also call it my master bedroom. Because I don't know about any sort of linguistic implications <laughs> or uh, historical references that might make. Uh, I will still call it a master bedroom. Uh, like that's where it's that's where you're like this is so inconsistent. But again, I think speaks to your point, Mariah, that this isn't about anything to do with being in solidarity with anything except your fucking ego. Yeah, and you're talking about thinking like, oh, maybe some more pe- some similarly minded people that like don't understand actually how to affect like, any kind of social that's change great. or like. I came in, yeah, we, we we wanted to put our money where our mouth is with support for Ukraine by coming to buy your dumb fries with no gravy, apparently. Anyway. So. Mm, right, right, right. Well, the people who just changed the name were the first to put gravy on it. So I, I am okay. saying, like, this is a significant step in the world of poutine because they are, in my opinion, uh, the effective inventors of poutine. It's a damn shame how far they have fallen since the gravy, yeah. you know? Right. <laughs> They're like, I will also not use the periodic table of elements because I heard that was also invented by a Russian. <laughs> They're like, you can play this game real quick and not be using shit. Right. Just don't do anything. But like, so be, you know, if you're really about it, then be like, I don't use fucking solar cell, <laughs> like energy, band, like all kinds of weird shit. I threw my phone in a lake just yeah, in case. Yeah. But it also seems very American. Like I referenced this the last time. It's like World War II. It's like, all right, man, if you're Japanese. <laughs> right you're fucked there's We're no historical everything. memory there's no like awareness of like we've to- completely been here before and re- realized later how fucked up it was and like learned right. nothing yeah. yeah learned nothing and some of these places these institutions are responding to the death threats and shit that's like being sent because they serve these things or at least that's what they're claiming so mm-hmm. gonna need to know. see some screenshots sir <laughs> i mean i, don't know about I get that. I, Sure, people might be mad, but guess what? They they probably know less than you if that is the if that's bringing them to that point. Yeah, damn. It's, I mean, like, there's so many other reasons to be mad at what's going on rather than like this place dis rhymes with the guy's name. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, you know who 
created and instituted the and continues to repeat the phrase master bedroom is real estate agents. Right, the exactly. Real estate industry. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Right. Open yeah. your third eye. Just saying. Anyways, uh, don't give in to the bullshit harassment if that's what's happening. And don't jump on the fucking let's change anything Russian to. If, yeah. And guess what? If you're friends like that, you can be the really smart ass and go, hold on, man. Turn that label around. See where that's made. Not in Russia. Hmm. Oh, it almost sounds like they just they own the name. Uh, yeah. And it has nothing to do with Russia anymore. Curious. Okay, that's fine. Oh, I'm sorry. Was that bottled there? And even then, are you sure that affects the, the government? <laughs> because that I, I I don't know I don't know I'm just saying I'm just saying check 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 we're sending a message Miles yeah it's Putin's fucking gonna fucking hear us loud and clear buddy. we break stuff that we don't like yeah <laughs> the I American the way right did I don't understand I mean yeah. I don't know how these nah, people's yeah. political persuasion is but like I thought only dumb people like burned the Nikes they bought but you can see Democrats matter or whatever. You know, some blue no matter who type people also doing this shit. They're like, I can't believe what's going on. Like I had I uh, I stopped watching the Netflix series Russian Doll because that was just a bridge <laughs> too far. You're like, oh, shit. that's state of affairs. Here we are. Right. So. And I saw one of those Russian dolls. You can't trust them. You, you know, it looks like one. And then there's like 10 more. And then they're like, this, this more hop out. Be, I'm like, this damn. has to be the last one. This <laughs> Roll has indeed. to be the last one. <laughs> it has to be, yep. Oh my God. <laughs> and another one. And another <laughs> one. It's a DJ Khaled doll. See, that's what the DJ Khaled then comes out. He's like, I got a major key alert. <laughs> you know renaming the Russian doll to the Khaled doll. You know, yeah. You know who would make a good Russian doll? DJ Khaled. Yeah, he's he like he like thirteen ministers in there. He shit. is shaped exactly. He, he is, is shaped exactly the like most doll. any human being has ever been shaped like a Russian doll. That's wild. Uh, hmm. Another one. Interesting. Another We're all sorts of wild connections coming together on this episode. Speaking of wild connections, yes, kind of. Uh, yeah. Randy Zuckerberg, Mark's big sister, <laughs> former director of market development at Facebook, and. Now a huge crypto evangelist. Mm-hmm. You love to see it. Love that pipeline. Do I, I mean, love to see it though? The, mm. the wild thing. <laughs> the mm. wild thing is, the, you never heard of Randy Zuckerberg, you, know? you never. Wow, that's that's strange because she has a penchant for releasing really fun videos and full-on parody songs that are exclusively about crypto. Real okay. And, yes, and her advice. Her, and her advice posts, like she even does things like, let me just kind of show you like how easy it is to get into crypto or on some like wildly uncool, like NFT your way to Yas Queen Girl Boston. That's like sort of the energy of like these quote unquote investing <sighs> videos. And that's because ever since she left Facebook, right? She says for like the lack of women working there, which, you know, I think that's a fair yeah, point. She said, but she hopped on the crypto train to Scamville. And she is now an advisor slash slash spokesperson for OKCoin, which is a crypto ex- exchange that, you know, very well because they they've promised one million dollars to bring more women into crypto. Now, I don't even know what to that bring means. more women into crypto. I don't even know what that I mean, that means. could just be a scam to oh, like target women. That sounds like <laughs> <Yeah. Austin laughs> my dad. And then like, we, I, I don't know what happened to Cheryl, but. We're bringing into you to crypto, crypto so. lady. Be quiet. What? <laughs> like literally bringing them somewhere? Yeah, we're, we're trying to get more people into crypto. It's but, an alternative to pretty good and good crypto is just okay crypto. That's yeah. Just, like, yeah, that's fine. That's, a, <laughs> and that's so, a choice. And also like, 
I like to use promised because it's like, you don't know what that means. No checks have been cut. That's like the, the best like nebulous language you can use mm-hmm. for charitable actions. Like we're committing when we're, we're promising $1 million. And also $1 million, I feel like for how ballin' the crypto space seems like, you could probably dig into your pockets a little bit more. But that's a whole other thing. So I guess that's where Randy comes in because we're trying to they're trying to bring in more women to crypto. So I want you to check out this. First of all, she's got this sick ass Adele cover that she does to, again, help people understand crypto. I can't. I can't do this. I'm sorry. I don't think I'm, I can. I'm I don't curious, think my central nervous system can take the chills of douche that will. I'm scared I'm going to like it. Me. Oh, man, am I going to like this? Hey, well, don't worry. She got she kind of got pipes, though. So check oh, this out. Oh, no, I'm going to like this, aren't I? Uh-huh. Hello. Oh, no, it's just like it's me. Would you like to learn about exchanging cryptocurrency? We'll go over <laughs> everything. They had a stroke. Yo, this the budget. You got this is not cheap. Different blockchains and want to do some trading. Hello. Can you hear? Okay, so <laughs> so oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, I don't Hello. feel good. Would you like? To, yeah, okay, but that didn't inspire you at all, you know? Okay, how about? I mean, also, she could kind of sing, and it turns out I didn't know this. She did a stint on the musical Rock of Ages in 2014 on fucking Broadway, in what kind of reeks like a pay to play? Oh, like sort yeah. of scheme. Oh, because fucking there's course. the playbill.com. I'm just gonna. I just want to read the you know playbill, which is like the you know the the official like program you'll get when you go out to see shows on Broadway, or at least that's my conception of that that logo. They posted this article on their website when Randy Zuckerberg joined. It said, "Quote: This is the headline. Randy Zuckerberg of Facebook fame will make Broadway debut in Rock of Ages. Like what? I like Nobody that you knows. read that in Mark Zuckerberg's voice. <laughs> that was that was an exact replica of how Mark Zuckerberg would read that. And then, you know, goes on like it's like this really lengthy article that has like all these quotes from Randy Zuckerberg talking about like their love of theater. It's like, OK, fine, whatever. But now she's come even, you know, a longer way and is doing her latest uh, video that came out, I think, which got most people talking on the Internet was this sick ass fucking cover of twisted sister okay we're not gonna take it okay check this out y'all you're too high on to your butts, i'm worried about your you miles you're, you're, you're too excited about oh my gosh the I pipes. i'm i'm so hyped oh christ Woo! yes we're all gonna make it yeah we're all gonna make it all right we All gonna make it. Wow, look at all these people agreeing. It's just the start, so GM, Carpe, your crypto DM, DYOR, and pick a coin. BTD, buy the difference. Okay. Is this, okay. Is this like commercials when they try to make it like intentionally cringe so that you keep thinking about it? Like, wow, that commercial was so, so, so bad. I mean, maybe I should buy Raisin Bran. I don't know. I know. <laughs> this is this is one of those things where somebody somebody has so much money that they don't know how dumb they are. 
It you know really what I mean? inspires like, you to think about like what sorts of insane media would exist if just everyone just had millions to just create whatever dumb shit they wanted. I mean, right. I bet some very beautiful art never gets created because pe- bitches just be broke. And then meanwhile, Randy Zucker wants it is over here just like making these like cringe eighty throwbacks. <sighs> what a world! What, imagine the world we could live in. I mean, get yeah. everybody a million dollars to just make whatever dumb <laughs> as fuck music videos they want. If only everyone's little brother started Facebook and just got me in the business and I was a blue chip Facebook person and cashed the fuck out and could now be like, I do whatever the fuck I want, literally, including trying to mainstream and normalize getting working people into crypto as if that's again, I think that's what is really insidious about this is the message of that song, right, is we're all going to make it, which I think sums up the central myth around crypto. It is seemingly a way for everyone to join in on the monies in an easy way. But the truth is, not everyone is going to make it, no. darling. Yeah, I mean, you know she I mean? might as well be doing an ad for, like, Caesar's Casino. Like, oh, we're all going to make it. You know, put right. down all your money on, no. on black at the blackjack tables. Right. See what happens. That's what it is. For someone like Randy Zuckerberg, who has millions in, like, liquidity to just throw around and make these huge investments on crypto and get a return on it, of course, you're going to be out here being like, hallelujah, we're all going to make it. But it's only people like you who are going to be making this fucking money. And I think that all these campaigns are to just say, we need more people in here. We need more people in here. We need more right. people in here. Right. To, to inflate in the value of the currencies that they own millions in and yeah. then make them you're even in, richer. You're in all the right conversations to know about this shit at the right time to make money off of it. But you are going to make a bunch of other people poorer than you. I do just have to say, so it's a it's an interesting like the the two videos that she made are the have you guys ever worked somewhere that makes a video like where the bosses like make a video to like kind of send a message or like communicate a goal or yes. have you ever seen those like the Bank I would of America make, ones? I would have to help make those videos. <laughs> right. Like, oh, fuck. so this seems like it's the best like execution of that but unfortunately like those don't get better as the quality goes up it actually gets worse because like there you realize it like puts it in higher contrast that the thing missing is not production value it's th- a soul it's like mm-hmm. a any like human humanity at the core of it cuz she's like you know, very comfortable and confident on camera and, you know, knows what she's trying to say and is singing the right notes. But holy shit, it is like, again, I think this needs to go into a museum that's just, you know, with the like in the bad side of the museum, like not the good (laughs) side where we're going to put the Cheesecake Factory menu like this goes in the wow. Like and this is why it didn't work. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, carpe your crypto DM, okay? I'm starting to wonder if the cringe factor is intentional in, in the sense that also it looks so, the second episode, the second video looks so low budget. It's like, hey, we're just quirky backyard cell phone camera kids like you. You know, mm-hmm. give us all your money to inflate this currency that we made up. Like, I don't know, man. Some, I think I mean, it's it also I don't know, like it, it's cringy, but also makes sense because I think this person is. Like we like we always talk about, you know, when you get wealthy, you kind of get you kind of you're in a uh, like a time capsule. Yeah. Like your taste. You're in a yes man echo chamber. You're in a time capsule. You're yeah. You don't evolve as a human. Right. And I think she left Facebook around like 2012. Oh. And that this video feels like shitty 
YouTube from 2012. And she's still you know living I mean? in that time when she like. Yeah, and she still thinks this is cool. So it's I think like in your it, it's genius in the sense that it could work where people are like it's so cringe everybody's going to share it. But on some level, it's like this person's like, I don't know, I'm naturally like this. And I guess it's working. <laughs> I haven't I've, grown as a person whatsoever since tw- no. uh, 2012. You see my shirt? It's a whale that says NFT on it. <laughs> <laughs> out of here. Uh, that was all performance, but people need to appreciate what Miles just did. Oh, <laughs> one, we'll have video one day. Don't worry. One day. One day. But yeah. I don't I don't know. Like I'm so profoundly depressed by what I've just seen. Hey, that's look. it. For the listeners, you couldn't see Jack's face, but he was like staring <laughs> morosely just, towards the broke. ceiling like he was praying was just, to God to end it for yeah. him. <laughs> why why did they come to me to die? <laughs> but like I I'm just like seeing all the meetings where like putting this together where she probably had to like work with people who are like creative and good and like like, it's gonna be so silly, but like, also, I think the way what we need to do to like really find out if the cringe is intentional is Mariah, you use your music industry contacts, reach out to her and be like, We saw the video, we want to offer you a record deal. Yeah, <laughs> and see, yeah, and see if she's like, Yes, <laughs> finally, she's like, I'm off this crypto shit. Yeah, uh, we'll see. We all will right, see. I don't I know. Mean, yeah, we'll see about it. I'll let you, I'll follow up, let you know how it goes. Yeah, no, yeah, I, we and need to. I'm, we, I'm, <laughs> I'm glad there's also, you know, there's a there's a new Frank Stallone in town, you know, in yeah. terms of uh, just embarrassing siblings. Yeah. We do have to mention what's happening in the chat right now, right? Is that something yeah. that we're No, we, I to... have to hear about this. So, Justin, is that something you're comfortable talking about? Uh, Sure, I think. Um, so... <laughs> <laughs> so all right so real quick we'll just so, let people know what we're even referencing first <laughs> so as we were talking about those corporate videos where you know I, I think there was a video of like a bank of america song that was like a, a parody of some song but it was like sung really heartfelt that really sticks in my heart and soul as being like a low point uh, of my life prior to mm-hmm. watching the videos Miles just showed me. But as we were talking about that, Justin put in the chat, my dad was in a fake corporate band for McDonald's in the 80s. So do you want to talk so about that? that say, huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I need to know. I desperately yeah. need to know. So my dad was in a band with uh, his older brother and my godfather, uh, shout out Uncle Bobby and Uncle Kevin. And they had a manager who was uh, in the corporate world, I guess, a little bit. He was also a singer. He did a little bit of, of it all. And he got them this gig where him and my godfather were teamed up with this fake band for a McDonald's corporation video, just an internal video that they shared amongst like all of the however many tens of thousands of employees that McDonald's had at the time in the 80s. I can't remember exactly what year it was, but my dad had full what he would not describe as Jerry Curl, but looks suspiciously like one. Um, <laughs> and um, I mean, I'm talking like leather outfits. I'm talking, you know, like too much fog machine happening. Just a lot of the hokiest 80s music video vibes you can you can imagine and he showed me the video actually in my most recent trip back to Chicago and me and him just sat there and bonded for like oh man maybe like two hours about just him and a concept album he came up with and this all this all this crazy stuff he was doing in the 80s and uh, oh I don't know how 
deep I want to get into this. Um, because I think yeah, you I don't guess, have to. Out <laughs> <anyway>. <laughs> yeah, but it was all the way in, baby. Let's go. It was interesting to say the least. <laughs> yeah, if anybody wants to know the problem with capitalism, instead of having your dad's brilliant concept album, we have the, the McDonald's uh, <laughs> corporate <laughs> pairing with. Yeah, uh, gotta make that paper though. You know. Yeah, yeah. I gotta no, respect sure. the hustle. I mean, here oh, we absolutely. Are. I'm just saying the system sucks. Yeah. What were the songs about? It was about. Um, so I think one was an original. Uh, original. I'm pretty sure some guy and 11 other writers in the corporate office came up with it. And then the other one was a cover. And I, I think I had a stroke and permanently deleted these songs from my mind because they were so <laughs> mind-alteringly, like just so just like the video yeah. the clips we just played i was it was hard my dad was having a ball though and that i was getting a kick out of that he would turn to the camera he's like oh here comes my sexy look and he would just like stealing <laughs> the camera and it was amazing and i just had fun watching him relive his history but he was just excited about the money he's like the money was great bro they put us in a five-star hotel they flew us out to they did a shoot in chicago and then that shoot went so well that they did uh, another shoot in california and it was supposed to be a band that was there was a whole narrative where they were i mean they shot it like a sitcom it was like a multi-camera sitcom for a little bit they they had like internal struggles they were like showing the writing process of how this band got together and it was coming up with the song you were in the recording studio with them it was like a documentary but it wasn't real it was so it was like man. the new like beatles doc that just came out or it's like yeah, scene, yeah. and then but only for Mc mcdonald's um, jingles. yeah no, and only jingles. for okay. employees within the company like uh it was an appreciation video for them somehow i'm not sure how that translated but the, get the video I mean, man we need to see the, the thing video. that <laughs> really grinds my gears about this whole story is the fact that they did not release these to the general public no sadly how my, dare they have deprived us it's a yeah, master cycle. It's great. I, I'll have to, I'll see if I can get my dad to send me a copy. I don't think we can play it, but I will share it with you guys just so we can yeah. all experience it together. Yeah. Yeah. We'll reenact it for you to avoid any litigation. That's thank you so much for sharing that with us. And we, we will hunt that video down. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if you have the video, let us know. By the way, if you want to watch something that like the thing I was referring to that I, I just remembered was that. To, there's a um, corporate retreat where two Bank of America employees sing a version of one by U2, very heartfelt, but it's about a like marketing initiative that, that Bank of America has coming up. And it's like if you think that it's surreal to like go back and watch that lo 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 video of the guy just being like lo 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 and be like, what the fuck kind of weird place was the Soviet Union? Like this video is like that but way more depressing these guys like Ooh. are singing like they have like you know pain in their heart about the new bank of america one initiative it's it sucks so bad <laughs> it's amazing <laughs> okay you can we'll link off to that too mariah such a pleasure as always having oh, you you guys the goats legendary no legendary no. where can people find you and follow you so you can find me on the internet Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, L-I-N-Q-U-A-F-R-A-N-Q-A. If you were into the music and the raps or you might be interested and want to go find out about that. And then if mm -hmm. you want to follow my activism, etc., you can find me at Mariah, F-O-R, Athens. Mariah for Athens, all the medias. And hopefully I'll see y'all in South by Southwest. And uh, yeah. there we go. Go say what's up.
And is there a tweet or some other work of social media you've been enjoying? Um, so like I said at the top, I've been getting into TikTok a little bit. So mm-hmm. there's this one like TikTok like song I found that like I'm super into. I'll send y'all I'll send y'all a video after this so you can like get better audio. But I'll play it for you real quick. So it's just, I don't know, it's just like a random ass little like techno song about how <laughs> transphobes and racists and sexists should shut the fuck up. There it yeah. is. Miles, where can people find you? What's the tweet you've been enjoying? Find me on Twitter and Instagram at Miles of Gray. Also the other pod, 420 Day Fiance with Sophia Alexander. We talk about 90 Day Fiance and all of its scary iterations. Okay, so a uh, tweet I like is from Vinny Thomas at Vin, V-I-N-N underscore A-A-Y-I, or A-Y-Y, tweeted, oh, you ate your twin inside the womb? I'm not impressed. Eat your twin outside the womb and then talk to me. There we go. Yeah, level up. Get yeah, on my level. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Don't worry about that. <laughs> what about you, Jack? What you got? Yeah. Uh, You can find me on Twitter at Jack underscore O'Brien. Some tweets I've been enjoying. Robbie Slowick tweeted, bittersweet announcement, but after an amazing two years as an infectious disease expert, I am moving on. I am now an expert in no-fly zones and Eastern European affairs. Excited (laughs) to make the most of this new opportunity. (laughs) Oh, geez. Yeah. And then Benjamin Dreyer, BC Dreyer, tweeted because I, I guess the founder of Entman's Cakes passed away. Oh. And mm. they tweeted, the weird thing about having an Entman's Cake in the house was the way the knife lived in the box for the duration. Yeah. <laughs> I, Yeah, I guess I had always assumed that was like a weird thing that <laughs> my family did, but everybody did. No. Nah, it was just was... like magnetically That's the cake pulled. knife. That's, That's the cake yeah. knife. Yeah, it's too much work. that shit. You're going to wash it between slices? Come so on. So it just now. stays right in the box. Stays yeah. in the box. Yeah. All right. You can find us on Twitter at Daily Zeitgeist. We're at The Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We have a Facebook fan page and a website, dailyzeitgeist.com, where we post our episodes and our footnotes. Footnotes. We link off to the information that we talked about in today's episode, as well as a song that we think you might enjoy. And Miles, what song are we listening to today? I mean, look, it's not often that we have talented musicians on the show. And when Mm. we do, it's sometimes good to go out on maybe some of their work. Uh, Lingua Franca, what do you think the people should be putting in their ears? Um, Well, let's fire up my latest single off of my album, Bell Ringer, called Bell Ringer. Hey. Also, really dope, uh, like, breakbeat that you're chopping up in there. Hey, appreciate that. Yeah. Okay, so we'll go out on Bell Ringer by Lingua Franca. And guess what? Stay tuned because you're actually going to hear the song after this because mm-hmm. when you're friends with artists, you can do stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. All right. The Daily Zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. That's going to do it for us this morning. We're back yep. this afternoon to tell you what's trending, and we'll talk to you all then. Bye. Bye. Peace.
Here's something you might not know about wireless. Sometimes what you see isn't what you get. But with Visible, what you see is what you get. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Just $25 per month, taxes and fees included. Switch now at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Right, gang, you like to watch new stuff, right? I mean, who doesn't? I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama, a new season of The Kardashians starring the Kardashians, of course, and Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 